This is true buzz that Mary Jane. Now we ain't new to this. For my stones and from my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Uh, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up. Perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Hey. This is what we do. We're chopping it up with my buddy Bryce here at the True Bud Show podcast. Bryce's third time being on, actually technically the fifth, I think. We shot a podcast or two or just bullshit on the mics. And then honestly, I got too busy, man. I'm moving to this new spot. You see we're in a little different setup. And then Bryce was cool enough to roll through again. So let's do it. Thanks for rolling through, bro. Dude, of course. So what's good, man? How's your day going, first of all? And we'll get Dude, into the nitty gritty. Life is good. Life is good. Started on the charts, doing some, you know, basically what I call back testing, going through, drawing up some test trades and whatnot, working with my uh, my testing, uh, my, my trade partner. Shout out to Kuaku, my trading boy down in Miami. He's my dude on the chart. So we chopped up for a few hours, just went back, you know. So how, how's trades. that been in this like very crazy time, bro? Very challenging. Not going to sugarcoat it. Not gonna sugar. It's been yeah, it very, must be very, very hard. Challenging. So, so yeah, fill us in, man. Yeah. I know you know. I already know yeah. something like to anybody who hasn't heard what you got going on. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm basically I'm learning. I am attempting to figure out how to become a day trader. So when people talk about being a day trader, there's there's two real main ways of trading, and I'm very focused on one. But the first one is known as spot trading, and this is what most people think of when they hear day trading meaning you get on in the morning and spot trading means you're gonna buy something, like let's say you're gonna buy some Apple stocks, and the idea is you're gonna physically buy an Apple stock with the idea that it's gonna go up in value by the end of the day, and then you sell that Apple stock for Do, profit, does right? that, Sorry to interrupt, but you're does good. that have to do with spot pricing on gold and silver exactly. and just any stock in general? Is yeah. the spot price is... Yes, yeah, spot price just means like the market price currently. Okay. So the, you know, the spot price for like gold and silver, which obviously you and I have talked about before, it's constantly changing on throughout the day, right? So that means if, if spot for silver, let's say it's 18 bucks today, that's the current price today. So silver is a perfect example. If you were day trading silver, you could buy it for 18 bucks an ounce. And then hopefully when you sell it, you sell it for $20, right? So you bought it at 18, went up to 20, you sold it, you made $2 profit, right? So that's the idea behind spot trading. So I'm not specifically focused on spot trading. I'm doing something a little bit different where you're not actually doing spot trading. You're not physically buying like an ounce of silver or like an Amazon or Apple stock with the idea it's gonna go up and sell it. You can actually do something called, there's people refer to it as different things like the derivatives market or these different like Forex markets. Whereas rather than in spot where you're physically buying and selling the stock or whatever you're doing, in the forex or derivatives market, you're basically betting on the direction of the market. So like, let's say you could actually do this on the silver chart. So you could pull up the silver chart, and if you think the value of silver is gonna go up, you would quote unquote buy the market. You're not physically buying any silver. You're basically just saying, I'm betting that the silver chart is gonna go up in value. So like, let's say without actually holding any silver, so you are gambling on the direction of the market. So you could say, hey, I'm gonna enter a trade when silver is at 18 bucks, and I'm gonna exit my trade when it goes up to $18.10. So from $18 to $18.10, there was obviously 10 cents of value increased. So you're basically betting on that. And there's all these metrics and pips and things are called for units of measurements to measure that. And you can risk a certain amount. It's kind of like going to the, the casino. So you could bet five bucks. That's going to go from here to here. Or you can bet 20 bucks. But the cool thing about this is you can also do it the other way. You can short the market, right? And this is what's cool and unlike spot. Because if you think about spot trading, if you bought a, you know, an ounce of silver for 18 bucks, if it goes down to 17 bucks and you sell it, you just lost a dollar, right? Well, that's what spot is. So with spot, you're really limited only to one way in the direction of the market. Is there a better payoff though with spot? Um, no, not necessarily. No? Okay. Okay. It will depend. Eh, I, I mean, it really depends on how you look at it. <laughs> it really depends on how you look at it. Because when you're not in spot, and you're in these like derivatives market or Forex, or there's all these different terminology for it, you can increase the leverage so you can win more or lose more. There's much more risk. It's much so, more complex. You need much more education so with, and risk so management. With, so 
the way I'm kind of looking at it from just an outside perspective is spot is yeah. more like the individual where the other way is kind of like a mutual fund in a way, like all these other things kind of um, together. And not necessarily, not necessarily, but I, I see where your mind's going, but not necessarily. So think about it in the simplest way. Just think about kind of like what I mentioned, like you could buy, let, let's use a stock because if people are thinking silver, they're thinking I'm going to the store and buying like well, a so Let's use a cannabis stock. Let's say Canopy okay, sure. Growth Corporation. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Canopy. So you could buy a Canopy stock. And the idea is that if I physically bought a stock, like let's say through my Charles Schwab brokerage yeah, yeah. account. Okay, right? okay, so you're, okay, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. So why would any, I'm just confused why anybody would want to do the latter and not own it. Because you don't have to own it. Because let's say you bought a Canopy stock today and it goes down in value. Now you're just waiting for the Canopy stock to come Wait, back. I'm confused. Isn't that the game? So I'm confused this other way you're okay. not. I understand. Is, so the other way is not as risky, essentially. No, 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 no. It can be. It can be much more risky. So here, for example, let's say this. Let's say Canopy, the Canopy stock, right? Let's say it's at a hundred dollars today, and you think just based on technical analysis, or maybe you read some inside stuff, or you know a buddy who works at Canopy, things aren't looking good, right? Or maybe you know there's some legislation going on that's about to kill the industry or whatever. And you're like, I think this is going to go down, right? You know what I'm saying? Let's say you think it's going to go from $100 down to 80 bucks. If you, only it was that high. Right? <laughs> I know, right? <clears throat> but, you know, for no, easy, no, for no, easy math. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine, right? Imagine if Canopy today was at $100 and you, Jack, thought it was going to go down to 80 bucks. Can you make a trade today? No. Because you're not going to buy a stock if you think it's about okay, to go down, so right? You, so the other one's essentially only if you're trying to short it, well, no, both. You can do it either way. That's what's cool about this. Because in the um, the spot world, you're o you can you're only going to make money if the direction goes up. If you bought Canopy for a hundred bucks, it has to increase to a hundred and one dollars, or a hundred and ten, or a hundred and twenty, and now you're selling it for profit, right? That makes sense, right? Yeah, well, you can only make money if it's going up. Really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're not doing spot, and you're in the derivatives market, forex market, whatever you want to call it, you can actually short the market. So if you th if it's at a hundred dollars and you think it's going to go down to eighty, you just put a sell or short the market. So if when it goes down, you make money. Well, that's because you got the direction so, correct. So, but, you're gambling so on the when, direction. When you say forex, yeah, you, it is typically though shorting the market. No, it, it's either or. It doesn't matter. You can do it either way. Uh, it, so I'm just trying to get yeah. to the bottom exactly though yeah. still of what exactly forex is then. So you're you're, know, you're you're essentially buying pieces. Uh, I mean, you're, you're essentially not, buying stocks of some. I have you, the perfect but, analogy. Okay, yeah, I'm please, sorry to please. cut you off. No, yeah, go. That's this what I'm. Is, that's what I'm looking for. This is the perfect analogy. Let's say you and I want to go to Canterbury, right? Like the horse racing, right? So we're going to go to the horse racing show and we're going to gamble. So if we're betting on horse number 37, are you and I buying a piece of the horse? No. We're gambling that this horse is going to win. We're not buying a piece of the horse. We're not buying a stock of the horse company. We're not owning any piece of the horse. We're just gambling on, on the outcome. That's essentially what Forex is. Now, what's cool about this is you can gamble it on it either way. You can gamble if a stock is going to go down or up. So this allows you to trade the markets both ways and you get in and out of the market much faster because if you go and buy a stock of a company, you have to buy the stock. The stock comes now into your portfolio. It's in your portfolio. So then you want to sell it. It leaves your portfolio. There's more things going on, but more so you're like, ooh, this chart's going up and down, up and down. I think it's going to go up or down. Click, click. But you're you winning very you, quickly in and out of the market very, very quickly. But you have quickly. to be on your level or somebody on that level to make it worth it. Correct? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you have, have to be, to be monitoring the charts on a hourly or twenty-four hour basis. It depends on so, how you want to trade. So if you're from yeah. somebody like me who just buys things they believe in, this necessarily you wouldn't even want to think about. Mm, no, not actually, not necessarily, not necessarily. To be totally honest with you, and that wouldn't really make sense unless you got into like the nitty gritty details. Well, so to I'm, understand saying, like, it more. So I'm saying somebody that doesn't have any knowledge that has no no concept of the details of anything about and this it. is not a good idea yeah okay yeah. that's what i'm saying it's yeah. like somebody like me essentially who will just buy like certain things i believe in is what i'm saying yeah and then yeah. like so i'm not monitoring it's like for me everything i buy is like this is for 
five, 10, 20 years. Perfect. Yeah. Then this is not, this is not for people. Yeah, okay. This would be yeah, much yeah. more interactive. Yeah, this is quick. You gotta, you're, you're yeah. really, and I know we've talked about it before and that's why I feel stupid. Like not knowing everything you're no, saying. No, 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 like, no, no. So you're, it's, it's basically essentially really playing, really playing on the market is a whole on a like minute to hourly to daily basis. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's different types of trading. Some people, maybe you've heard of something called swing trading. Maybe you've heard that before where someone's going to buy or once again, so I don't use it. I'm just stop using the word buy and sell because I think that might be a little bit confusing or ambiguous. You're basically betting on the direction of the market. So for example, let's, let's, let's try Let's dive into an actual example. So a lot of people have heard of what's called the Dow Jones. A lot of people have heard of that index. So the Dow Jones represents the 30 just massive companies here in the United States, pretty much like the 30 largest companies, like big blue chip stocks. Think IBM, and the, 3M. These are and monumental I question, companies. I, I, you know, I always interrupt with stupid questions. No, no, no. Dude, so you have my, great questions. Okay, so my question yeah. would be is, so they, so it's only the top 30 on that? On this specific index. So, okay. So, there's tons of indexes. So on that, on the specific Dow Jones index, the yeah. top 30, 30 yeah is that number 25 to 35th place like 30th place changing out often or 29 to no, 30 they're selected you know what I mean? they're selected general these are like huge companies them? um probably the stock market whoever like the new york stock market so whoever shady. created the index no not, not not at all i mean they're so just there creating could, an there index. could technically be a number 50 doing better business yeah making way more money and potential sure. better money for the consumer but there's somebody on the there's some decision maker saying no well, I mean, they're always getting reviewed. They're always getting reviewed by whoever runs the index or who chooses the index at the stock market. Who does that? I have no idea. Someone Sorry, at the New York I, Stock I, Exchange. I would download out. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you're fine. That's actually a really good question. I've, honestly, I've never really thought about it, to be totally honest with you, because it doesn't really matter. Doesn't that, it, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because... I mean, so here's here. Let me let me jump back. I think this <laughs> is gonna, no, 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 you're good. It's actually a really good question, Jack. Now you're it's provoking. You're making me think about that because I, I don't know. But because it's honestly not that relevant. But from an education standpoint, I do think it's fascinating. So, for example, let's say let's go back with the Dow Jones. OK, so when you're looking at the Dow Jones, this is moving up and down, moving up and down every single day. OK, but when you look at it, it's just it's it's just one number going up and down. This represents all 30 companies, okay? It's like a mutual fund, essentially. Think about a mutual fund, you know, like, for example, the S&P 500. Maybe this is a better example. Most people are familiar with the S&P 500. It's what most people's 401ks in the United States is based on. So every two weeks when people are putting money into their 401k, what's really happening is, let's say you work for, I don't know, you work for Apple. My goodness, you're rich engineer and you're putting money into your 401k there's a really good chance that the majority of your 401k is going to the s&p 500 unless you've gone in and messed with it but if it's going into the s&p 500 what that means is when you every two weeks it's coming out of your paycheck and it's going into this mutual fund apple because you work at apple they're just buying shares of that mutual fund and that mutual fund is going to be based on the s&p 500 so you're not buying 500 different companies you're buying one unit that represents the 500 companies, okay? So now to go back into the Forex world like I'm talking about, if you're looking at the S&P 500 chart, it's going up and down. You only see one number. You don't see 500 different numbers because it represents 500 different companies, right? But it's one number. So that's known as an index. So if I think that index is going up in value today, I can gamble and say, I think this is going to go up. I'm gambling on the direction of the market. So I'd be buying the market or longing the market. If I think that value of the index is going to go down, I'm shorting it or selling it. But I'm not actually physically buying shares of the S&P 500. I'm gambling and betting on the direction of the index. Hopefully that makes sense. So I can always click in or out, in or so out, up or down, basically up or down. Have or down. you been, I don't know if it's too much info. Or no, whatever. no, no, you're fine. Have you been shorting lately in your yes. in your bets i yes. imagine so yeah the majority of my stuff is shorting uh for sure i mean the market's absolutely tanking i mean so, and that's tanking. A, and we, we talk about this homies yeah. is like that's a crazy time to be doing this bro it's a very exciting time it's see it's interesting because it depends i mean obviously everything is easier looking back in life especially in investing because everyone's like oh my goodness what i mean what's the day today july 14th 2022 2022 right I thought I was about to be in a sci-fi movie for a second. 
like, shit, what day is Well, so what's funny about that is because like, investing, it's always it's so easy looking back. You're like, oh, shoot, I wish I'd bought Bitcoin when it was at $500 a Bitcoin, right? Everybody's like, oh, you know, it's so easy looking backwards. So looking back six months ago, everyone's like, oh, I should have just shorted the market because it's just been going down, down, down. It's so easy to say it now. But in the meantime, it's going up and down very violently, up and down, up and down. But it's still going down a staircase, but it's like a violent fall down the staircase. Some days way down, way up, way down, way up. So theoretically, once the market was going up and it kind of made that turn, and now we're at the top of the stairs looking down, we have slippery shoes on. What we really should have done is <laughs> we should have just shorted the market and just held on. And it would just gone down and down and down. And you can make tons of money. There are people who have made a lot of money shorting the market so it depends on how you're trading i'm doing something a little bit more interactive just because it's my style of trading this is what i personally like where i'm not doing swing trading i'm not holding trades for days damn swinger right <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a swinger right so i do basically more like in and out trading very quickly like sometimes i'll be in a trade for 10 minutes sometimes i'll be in a trade for 60 minutes at max, usually a few hours. See, that's another whole yeah. level to the game where... Yeah. That's why it's so awesome talking because I'm yeah. on the whole other side. And I don't have yeah. much money to invest at all. Yeah. But it's just like the long-term game versus to be in that short-term... Yeah. You got to be in it. Yeah, and a lot of people and a lot of very educated people think it's actually really stupid to do the in and out trading. But the market is fractal. What I mean by that is this. Like, if you look at an onion, right... And all of a sudden you look at the onion, right? And you pull apart the onion. What's on the inside? Just another layer. You take out another layer, another layer. It all looks the same. So like what happens on bigger time frame charts happens on the lower time frame charts. Hopefully that makes sense. So it's like once you start understanding the patterns, you start to realize, whoa, the same thing that happens technical analysis on over the course of a week happens in the course of five minutes. It's the same patterns. It's fractal. It, actually, a, a better example is think about a huge head of broccoli. This is actually a really, it's probably the best example I've ever heard. If you think about a massive head of broccoli, let's say it's the size of a basketball, right? You see all these things. But then if you actually go down to one little like floral or floret or whatever they're called, and you look at it, it looks the exact same as the big broccoli, doesn't it? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's how charts actually work. And I wish I understood that two years ago when I got started with this. But it's the best piece of advice that I could probably give to someone if they want to get into this is understand how things look like from far away on bigger time frames. Like look at a week worth of data well, at once and then zoom into what does 10 minutes look like and you're going to realize they look very similar. Now it's trickier, but that allows you, in my opinion, a better lifestyle because I don't want to take a trade and then have that trade running for 10 days. My mind's thinking about it. My mind's on it. I'm waking up, checking my phone in the middle of the night. Am I up? Am I down? It's too much. And so I realize, okay, it's fractal. So if I can just understand how to do this and think quicker, much, much, much quicker and still maintain proper risk management where I'm not losing tons of money if I lose because everybody wins and loses. You're just trying to win more than you lose. So if you're like, okay, if I can do this on a fractal much more short term, I can be in and out of the market. And I'm, I either won today or I lost today or a combination thereof, but I'm done with the charts. So my goal is to be on and off the charts every day, anywhere from two to four hours. Ideally, I'm trying to get down to two hours, but right now I set aside four hours a day, Monday through Friday. So about 20 hours a week, specifically trading. And ideally, it'll get down to 10 is the goal. Oh, shit. Okay. That's the, and well, that's and the that, goal. Yeah. And, and that's a good, uh, a good th I guess, for what I'm about to ask you is for somebody, you know, who would be trying to get in the game and essentially, let's say, do the same exact thing you are. Okay. When, like, what would you tell somebody if I was like, yo, dude, I'm going to start trading, like, tomorrow, like you are? Yeah. Like, what would, like, like setting the expectations proper? Because I feel like sure. a lot of media and shit out there, especially with the, like, recession and all this shit going on, like, oh, get some quick money fast and start investing in stocks. It's like, yeah. And I'm, I think most people with, like, a brain are like, that's not really going to happen unless you know the game really well. So what would be your advice to somebody trying to trade in Beautiful. this, like, tumultuous time? So I would say you have to make a decision between two things. That's a great question, Jack. I really wish I heard what I'm about to say, <laughs> you know, two years ago when I really got started in this is make a decision 
on what style of trader you want to be. The first one is you want to be a spot trader, meaning kind of like what you're doing. Hey, I believe in, let's say Bitcoin. Let's just use, let's just use Bitcoin for this example. Cause most people have heard of Bitcoin. People are familiar with Bitcoin. It's really volatile. Everybody wishes what they got in 10 years ago and they'd be driving <laughs> Lambos, right? But this is a really good example for spot trading. And this is really relevant right now is let's say you want to get into Bitcoin when it drops down. No one knows when that's going to happen. But if you're someone who wants to buy something and just forget about it, I don't want to manage it. I don't want to think about it. This is what you want to wait for. The Federal Reserve has been what's doing called quantitative tightening. Basically, what it means is they're sucking liquidity out of the market. It's the opposite of quantitative easing and they're raising interest rates. When you raise interest rates, you slow the economy down. It's their main tool to fight inflation. Okay. That's what they're trying to do. They call it price stability. That's the fancy word. I saw it like 9.5%. It's really bad. And it's way worse than that, really. I mean, you go to the gas station. Does it look like 9.5%? No. That's total BS. The way they actually measure inflation is ridiculous. They've changed it multiple times. If you think about well, it. They don't why, tell anybody. Of, well, no. It, well, they it's tell, technically public. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. They don't want anybody yeah, to know yeah, this. You need though. to like do your research. Nobody, ours. no logical person thinks inflation's at 9.5%. That's ridiculous. I mean, buy well, anything. And the thing is, I think, and I, th I think, I think too, is a lot of people don't like myself is like, I'm just like, I don't think I can really change it myself. So I don't really pay that much attention to it. Dude, I get that. You know, it's like, okay, inflation is going up, going up. All I can do is really grind and get more money. That's it. That's yeah. all I think about. I'm no, like, that's what you need to think about, <laughs> honestly, because you can't, you can't save your way to wealth. Yeah. Well, you, you do you believe that? No, I know that. I know that you can't save your way to wealth. You don't think so? You've, you've I know so. Because think about it. You, ha I mean, you know, and maybe that comes off really strong. People are like, no, 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 no. I, I disagree. But no. really, well, think it's, about it's, it. it is you're holding if you're saving money in U.S. dollars, you are holding money in an asset that is inflationary by design. By design. So when Nixon took us off the gold standard, or he was the person, well, it would matter how much money you're making, though. Yeah, it'll be it would be let's just say it would be stupid but you could i mean it's super inefficient could, yeah, it'd be an yeah extremely that's, that's inefficient. a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah super inefficient you the average person is not going to save their way to wealth it's just not going to happen i'm sorry if you're making 250k well, a year and, and you're spending very little okay i'm happy to see that conversation about that. coming about yeah. more in the past like decade because growing up yeah. it was always in the old heads too yeah. it's like save every penny penny scraper yeah. you know but there's two other sides though, it's because yeah. uh, there's people though that i the and the fact of the matter, though, is you don't need to save and do this. But the fact of the matter to me is the people that I know that are the most frugal are the most wealthy. Well, think about this for a second. No, and I, I respect that. But the thing is, is they're not just saving money. They're investing money. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. think about this. I mean, if anyone's like, no, 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 I want to save. Hey, that's great. I'm not saying anything against that. But if you have $100,000 in the bank account and you had it there one year ago, that same $100,000 is now worth 90000 yeah, because sad. of 10% of inflation. That's so sad. And it's way higher than 10%. That's so Get sad. Get out of here. That's, that's ridiculous. So and why would the government keep CPI, which is consumer price inflation, why would they keep these inflation numbers low? Ask yourself. They have to. Because that is what drives Social Security benefits. Okay, so if inflation is that's 10 per whole nother fucking this is crazy serious thing, like. because that's why they have to manipulate the CPI numbers down. This I'm sorry, inflation numbers down, because if true inflation came out, and they're like, oh, my gosh, we're at 25 percent, which is probably a lot more realistic than where we actually are. Seriously, at least 20 bare minimum 20 for real. I mean, go to the gas station. I mean, everybody knows this is not 10%. It's a joke, right? But if it, was, if it came out, it was actually 20 to 25%. Everybody who's on Social Security says, hey, government, we need to raise on our Social Security by at least 25% just to maintain with inflation. Well, I will say. It's crazy. What, what, um, my boss looked it up the other day. They did change the mileage rate. Interesting. To 57 cents, I think now, to 62 cents or something like that. There you go. It's interesting. And then so these numbers crazy. are that changing all the time. But the yeah. reason, to, I guess, to this point now talking about it is like the reason that's changed though probably so quickly is it's not on the government. They're not paying that. Which is a trip to think about. Yeah. That that was changed so quickly. I didn't even know that. That's See, five cents. What if yeah. we added five more? What if we were like, oh, hey, we're going to take down 5% of gas prices? It's just interesting that when it's yeah. not on them, it's that quick of a change. 
It's interesting, uh, yeah. isn't it? Well, it benefits them because all politicians are business people. Well, and this is a perfect segue for the what I want to talk about. That's too. their write-offs. Because we've talked about this before, and we're both believers that cannabis can help change the economy right now. Yes. Right? Do so you, do, I you saw... want, do you want me to finish about the, the trading thing or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Because I, I was curious because you, you asked about if like what would be my advice to people who are traders or who wanted to get into trading. Do you want me to finish yeah, that? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I thought we were talking about I thought we okay. moved on from that, honestly. No, 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 my bad. I've only finished one. So the, the first part is if you want to just get in, buy it, and forget about it, right now we're continuing to raise interest rates, but at some point there'll be the narrative will flip. It'll reverse where we will stop raising interest rates and we'll move back to quantitative easing, which is basically stimulus checks. As soon as that happens, that represents the bottom of the market almost every time historically. So usually that represents the bottom of the market or we just hit the bottom. So if in three months from now, which I think this will happen around October, before October, personally because of the elections, which is a different conversation, but I think it'll happen before October, is they'll start talking wait, about wait, wait, stimulus wait, checks. I, what elections? Uh, midterm elections are, are okay, coming okay. up. Yeah, so obviously every four years is the presidential. Every two years is the midterms for Congress and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think we're going to see more stimulus checks being talked about. Why? Because they're going to buy votes. Well, we saw that. You, I think you pulled that article off about Californians getting stimulus checks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really about buying votes. We'll see a lot. We see a lot of stuff around elections. Well, and that's, it's just and as and what I, it is. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'll, I'll let you finish. I you're good. Interrupting you. you know, you're good because it's an in-depth answer, but it is really important. If someone is listening to this and they do want to get investing, this could be really valuable to them. So I hope this comes across clear is that, yeah, at some point, the conversation will talk about from quantitative tightening, which is sucking liquidity out of the markets and raising interest rates. So whoa, 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 whoa. We need to slow down raising interest rates. We need to start talking about quantitative easing, which is money printing where we're going to start talking about stimulus checks again. As soon as that happens, that generally speaking tends to be the bottom of the markets, and then prices will start going up from there. So as soon as we see that conversation start to take place, boom, buy in, forget about it. Buy in and just hold and forget about it. My second piece of advice for someone who wants to get into real shit. That's, that's what I did when shit. COVID first started and worked out. Well, perfect example of that, Jack. So think about this is, this is crazy. It is the perfect example to understand this concept. When COVID hit in March of 2020, the economy, right? The economy went into the shitter, right? Everyone's getting fired from their jobs, right? Everything is going down. And then all of a sudden, very quickly, there's a massive rebound in the stock market. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you, maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. But basically, everyone was getting fired from their jobs. Well, it, it seems so fake. Like This is not real. It, right. That's how it feels now. It's yeah. like, there's no way. It doesn't it's make not, sense. It's not real. But I think that was apparent to like a, like a layman, if you will, like me. Yeah. No, At that was. point when I was like, oh, this isn't real. Like I've always thought that. Yeah. But I'm like, this from somebody example. that doesn't study this shit, I'm like, like. It's no, but you're right because the average person's like they're picking up. They're like, wait a second, the 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 economy's going down, down, and down, but the stock market is just rebounding like instantaneously. It went straight down and then just flew straight up. It's weird, right? Because the the stock market is not based on the economy. They have really nothing to do with each other, like almost nothing, very little to do with each other. It's very interesting if, when you start getting into it. But that's the perfect example where the the actual economy is going down, but the stock market is going up. Why was the stock market going up? because of the money printers. We went into massive stimulus mode. So what that means is they put interest rates basically down to $0. So me being a, you know, let's say I was a billionaire CEO. Okay, interest rates are basically zero. So I'm gonna take a massive loan at 0% and what am I gonna do? I'm gonna buy a bunch of my own company's stocks. They're called buybacks. I'm gonna buy back my own company stock. And this is what every single company in America does because it's 100% legal and designed by politicians. And it doesn't matter about party. This is not a political yeah. thing. All politicians are business owners, period, both sides of the aisle. So this is designed literally by design. And so interest rates go to zero. All the business owners take massive loans for free at 0% interest, buy their stocks, and the stock market goes flying. It's the perfect under correlation between economy going down, stock market going up, and it all comes down to money printing, period. So when's the, the, when's the death point? Great question. Every reserve currency up into the U.S. dollar eventually has crippled, okay? This goes back from Portugal and then the Dutch and then Britain and now the U.S. dollar. That's basically the transition. And, of course, it goes all the way back to the Ottoman Empire, Roman Empire. Eventually what happens is there's such a massive issue with inflation because our money isn't based on anything. We have a debt-based currency, 
Okay, because when, when Nixon took us off the gold, all we've been in a bubble since day one. So we're just printing money. So you're in the seesaw of raising interest rates and money printing. Well, that's what it is. And then just to go back for a second, because we've yeah. talked about this on other podcasts, yeah. is like, do you think there was another option potentially? I don't know if I what ever you asked mean? you that. Like when he got rid of the gold standard. Oh, there's always another option. Because we could have stayed on the gold standard. Or, or we could have made another gold, silver, copper, made another, made anything else. It could be like a yeah. kind of NFT thing in a way. It's like, anything else like it, it could be it could be glasses right it's like we decide that we have these one these yeah. hundred thousand pieces of marbles we have a hundred thousand marbles in here that are worth this that's yeah. like actually holding that something tangible or no 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 you're you're right because except you're, for like gold you, and silver actually are functional metals and materials yes and see you're you're right but unfortunately history has repeated itself again it literally just comes down to human greed so because gonna, and that's where it's gonna have to be a reset one day. Oh, there will be, and it's already starting to happen. So there's a, a really large organization called the IMF, International Monetary Fund. The IMF is like think about like these are like the banks that run the central banks of the world. You have like governments, the U.S., you know, France, China, Russia. Then you have larger like the the World Bank, right? The IMF. These are the, the organizations that are quote unquote supposed to like monitor the banking world and making sure that money works for everybody, right? Quote, heavy quotes. They're even calling for last year. There was a huge article that just got swept under the rug on purpose, guaranteed that the IMF was calling for a new Bretton Woods conference. The Bretton Woods conference actually happened in the 1900s. And this is when the world, quote unquote, decided together collectively that the U.S. dollar was going to be the world reserve currency. It's called the Bretton Woods Conference. Very vital. This is following the world wars. It's very important information. This is when we went from the Britain, the pound being the world reserve currency, into the U.S. dollar. This no, happened early 1900s. The Chinese, it's going to be the Chinese is for sure coming. Next. What's the name of the currency? Uh, re, uh, renminbi. Renminbi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Renminbi. Yeah, Renminbi. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, that's for sure going to be the next world reserve currency, in my opinion. I mean, the you know, a lot of smart people, not me, but a lot of smart people think they'll be at least three times their economy, at least three times the size of the U.S. pretty soon here. Sure. That's very interesting. But that, that is eventually what's going to happen for sure. I mean, at least everything is pointing to that direction. We'll see. But long story short, because I know I'm I, I keep really, interrupting you. No, it's uh, no, 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 no. You're good. I just I'm super down a rabbit hole here because this stuff is so interesting. But even the IMF is calling for a new Bretton Woods conference because they're realizing the way that the world reserve currency is working right now, being the U.S. dollar, is so beyond out of whack, so manipulated, like so messed up, not serving all countries. They're even calling for a new Bretton Woods conference. I, honestly, if I wasn't, if it's I didn't deal. fucking live here, I would have called for that fucking fifty years ago. Everybody's been calling it for a long time. <laughs> Yeah. Like these motherfuckers out here just eating fucking Big Macs and exactly. just blowing fucking stimulus checks. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know about yeah. other countries getting stimulus checks and shit. Yeah. But that's why no, they're doing it too. Well, some, they're doing some, it too. I, I imagine, the I imagine there's a bunch that aren't too, but like just imagine yeah. that's what I think about. Actually, I hadn't really thought about those just now. It's like just that other perspective. Like, all right, so you're telling me that somebody in America just got a $1,200 check and is getting paid unemployment and is not doing shit. Correct. Printed money. I'm like Monopoly money. But like imagine being like some fucking worker busting your ass yeah. for like what would be like ten dollars a day American, like and you hear these stories of getting yep. a twelve hundred dollar check. Like that would fucking be my year. And we wonder why so many people wanna immigrate here. Yes. I mean, let's just keep it real. Yeah. And that's where it's that's like some real shit. And that's a whole nother thing I'm not gonna go yeah, down. But, I mean, but but no, I know I wanna give yeah. my two cents. It's like there yeah. there needs to be some sort of order to it, but I'm all about letting people come here yeah i'm all about the american dream and honestly i'm i think it should be proven more i would be down to have somebody come here from a foreign country and put people to the test like put them side by side like on a level like if there's like some american who's like let's just say living by themselves fucking not doing shit put them against somebody that wants to come to this country make a fucking something of themselves and charity places get them the fuck out of here dude that's savage and that's no but it's really not <laughs> savage i don't think it's savage at all it's real. Though. It's libertarian. Really? Yeah. Just keeping it real. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> it, it's some real shit, man. But yeah. So anyways, that that's yeah, we're really moving down. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, but it's, no, no, no. It's good, though. But for, for someone who wanted to be much more interactive, I would say go to tradingview.com. 
tradingview.com. <laughs> you heard it here. I'm telling you, it's the best, one of the best websites on the internet. I'm serious. <laughs> Click on the chart button and you can start learning how to chart and look at how markets actually move. Then just go on YouTube, how to trade Forex, F-O-R-E-X. You'll go down such a rabbit hole. I mean, you just want to spend days and days and days on there. Seriously, just get educated. It's a whole new language. It's going to take time. I've been trading actively for over two years, still not profitable, still not doing it full time. It's very, very hard. I really wish I'd had better guidance in the beginning. If I sat down with somebody, like I actually, I've given some um, sessions, like some people have reached out and I've like done some training and stuff. Um, and I mean, like just to kind of walk people through in two hours, hey, there's a billion pieces of information, blow all that off, this is what you need to know, this is what you need to know, this is what you need to know. You could expedite someone's learning a thousandfold. Like one kid I was working with, I think we did four hours of training and he probably learned what took, what took me probably 16 months to learn, literally in four hours. And that's why, that, that's why I, well, I want to have you on just because you're my homie, but it's yeah. like also too, that was like, that's why, I, happy to talk to you on a podcast yeah. because I know that it's like some legit value. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's yeah, like, yeah. And a lot, it's even over my head. That's why I ask stupid questions, but I feel like there's a lot of people. It's like that old thing that teachers would say is like, there's probably someone else in the room with that same question. No, everyone's thinking it, dude. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm telling you, it's a whole new language, man. I knew nothing really about this. You know, I, you know, I was well, always interested in economics, but I hadn't, I really didn't understand a lot of this stuff really until two years ago, I just became, I mean, it's just so interesting to me because it's history, it's economics and it's incentives. It's how the world really works. Yeah. I was about to say, if you understand that, you understand basically everything uh, uh, money wise, most yeah. of it, but there's other ind cannabis industries crazy. And you know, that's, that's what we're, I'm want to get into this right yes, now please, because, yeah. um, there's a perfect opening how deep we just dove because I just saw today when I Googled, cause I always Google weed news, right? So I Googled before you came over, I'll do it right now on here, um, Weed News, and um, the Senate, Democrats in the Senate just proposed a decriminalization bill. Ooh. So there was a bunch of stocks that went up like 10, 12, 7%. Fantastic. Like in the past day. Nice. So I actually, I'm gonna be real, I just looked at the headline. You know, I like to do things like organically. Yeah. So I'm gonna type it in again. Um, I haven't actually read any articles. Um, but I just want to get your insight on that because we've talked about it before and throughout COVID and everything. It makes so much sense. We should have been legal a while ago to help our economy get yes. boosted. So what are your thoughts on that? I know we talked about it just as homies. Like, like just it Dude, makes yeah. sense, right? Like, oh, yeah. What, el what else is there in the game that can do that? And also actually help people feel better, like and be probably better people for the most part. Some people aren't meant to smoke weed. I understand yeah. that 100%. Yeah. But make our fucking country a lot of fucking money help lives help people stop drinking as much help people just relax and be you know a better person that's me just being like a stoner kind of guy yeah but on the stock shit it's like kind of crazy and i, I want to talk more because about before we get into like what i'm saying like you know the humanitarian or whatever element of like the health and the like medicinal side of the actual stock side like do you think that this is purposely being done for manipulation and it will never happen? Or do you think that it might be um, something real? I think there's a very good chance it'll be something real. And I do believe that for a few different reasons. I will say this is that any time a stock, not crypto, not crypto, but a stock all of a sudden just flies up five, 10, 12% in a day, always there'll be what's called a retracement. So what I mean is, let's just, for really easy numbers, let's say a company was at $100 a stock and then it goes up to 112 bucks in one day, right? It's gone up 12%. It's always gonna come back down a little bit, always. The reason why is because if I bought it for $100 and it just went up to 12 bucks, I made 12% a day, I'm taking profits, right? Yeah. Because most people are not long-term holders. Most people trade the markets, like banks, hedge funds, they are day traders. They're in and out of the market very quickly, which is why all these markets just fly up and down all day, every day. The real big money is traders. So if you understand that is if you, if it's at a hundred bucks, it goes up to 112, that's going to come down 
for sure a little bit because everyone's gonna be taking profits so that's where i'd start off just some people do you think do you i guess and i'll read through this here like do you think in my when i first saw this i'm like in my head i'm like maybe and after actually after hearing you i'm like are they maybe running out of ways to manipulate the market so maybe cannabis is the new way because um that i wouldn't as, as, as from like a yeah because it's so easy. Like it's like because I thought it was actually a thing, and I just reading the headlines. Now I'm actually reading this first paragraph here. It says, "Senate Democrats plan to introduce a bill to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level next week." A, a person familiar with the matter said, "Although the legalization faces long odds in the evenly divided chamber, M- Majority Leader Chuck Schumer worked with the senators uh, and blah 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 blah." But it's like, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm following exactly. I mean. So <laughs> there's, there's a deeper answer that if you're cool with, I'd like to go yeah, into yeah. because, you know, and this is more from a macro, I'm, I'm a total macro thinker. I'm sure that's coming across really clear to, you know, people listening to this and if people are still listening to this. Hey, shout out to y'all. I'd love to yeah, connect yeah. with anybody on here, you know, for, for real. real, I'd love to connect. I love talking about this stuff. What's really interesting. And this is once again, this is super macro. So if this gets too, you know, too nerdy, let me know. But any time when a country's balance sheet is really, really, really off, like America's is right now, you only have two options, period. You have to spend less than you make, which is never going to happen. It hasn't happened once, <laughs> really. You look at I me, mean, we're at $30 trillion in debt, trillion dollars in debt. It's insane. It's literally insane. And we're not slowing down. We're just always spending more, spending more, spending more, spending more. We're not going to spend less. So your other option is we have to increase GDP, right? To increase GDP, usually the only ways you can do this is you need to start new industries. It's really, really difficult to increase one current industry to a point that it's going to completely solve the problems. The best way to do it is start a new industry, foster a new industry. And that's why I do think cannabis makes sense as well as EV, right? The electric cars. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, we're trying to save the world with greenhouse gases. Yes, I think there's part of it, but it's really well, about that's where birthing a new well, industry. I'll have some pushback jobs, there, though. GDP. I'll have some pushback on the sure. EV. Yeah. Because I completely agree on cannabis. Yeah. But on the EV thing, there's already a whole established automobile world in America. Right. So all it would be doing is changing it to electric. It would actually end up costing a lot more money. But there would still be yeah. jobs made and there would still be money poured into it. But you know what I mean? That, yeah. that industry, the automobile industry is already established in a pretty strong way. Of course, electric's yeah. not as much. Correct. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all that would just have to be transferred over. So yeah. that's where I... It's a, I feel like it's a valid example, but I still feel like it doesn't yeah. compare. No, 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 I agree. I agree. And it, just kind of like a, a side. Yeah, yeah, I'm not no, 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 I hear a it's, dick it's, or anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't take it like that. But no, it's like an, it's like an accompanying kind of thing to cannabis. And I think those are just two. But yeah, I think cannabis is fantastic. Yeah, right, Look at Tesla's done. It's crazy. Dude, no, yeah, no knock amazing. on that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and that's just me too, just being fucking cannabis. Guy. No, 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 and I get it. But yeah, like that's kind of like the, the, the bigger macro is that I think... So, I mean, generally speaking, when you have a balance sheet that's so lopsided, that's so bad, we have to start new industries. It's the fastest way to create, increase GDP. So cannabis is just a landslide idea. It's, re- it's honestly economically absurd that it hasn't been done. All personal emotions aside, from an economic standpoint, well, it's that's, embarrassing. Well, well that's a crazy thing, though, that goes back so to— beyond a, stupid. Well, that's what goes back to a lot of <laughs> shit is it's, it's also— an economic thing for the few that are involved with like, yeah. and you know, people talk about, it, I talk about all my stuff all the time. I'm not going to get into like a huge rant about it, but like it shit's real with pharmaceuticals and all this. Oh yeah. And now they're fi- That's what's going to make it become legal is because they finally see, Hey, I think that's what they've been waiting for. We, we have a choice. We have a choice. We can keep making money. We can keep making money because we're, it's finally hitting a point where shit, we don't really have a choice. We have to, we have yeah. to, or somebody else is going to, and then we're going to be fucked. Yeah. That's the way I view it. It's kind of like a hypocrite of pharmaceutical world. Yeah. Um, But also, that being said, uh, there's beauty in pharmaceuticals too. And I I, I agree with that. But it's like, what hurts me that I think about sometimes is imagine if we'd been doing the research we've been doing into some stupid fucking drugs like 
this helps people's lives and shit. They're like Adderall and painkillers and shit. Like, yeah. imagine if we put that money and research into cannabis, oh where we'd goodness. be today. Oh yeah, that's a tough thought. Yeah, I mean it's it's wild. Dude, like I told you, my owner literally got an email from somebody. I don't even know if I should say this, but like I, th- I told you, I think about like yeah, they're buying that and giving it to a loved one, and it like changing their life just a CBD element. Yeah, CBD. That's why I feel amazing. like talking to you is super dope because you provide that macro element to it, yeah. and I like to like, and then I just kind of the micro. Yeah, I'm a. <laughs> No, dude, I love Sometimes, the micro. The yeah. micro is so fun, you know. But in general, I am more of a macro thinker. I'd, okay. I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. I don't know. I feel like actually, no, it depends what it is. I'm pretty. I would agree with that. I think. Uh, it yeah, depends. I'm pretty pretty macro for most part. I'd say. Because I'm a, I'm a believer. I like to sum everything up into the most simple thing okay. possible. So I think that's basically what it is. Right. I'm like, right. All right. Let's see. How can we make this the most simple thing we can? Sure. Let's boil it all down because right. I feel like even simple things like. Even doing a video or whatever you're doing, it's like, all right, let's just chill for a second. Let's boil it down and let's get back into me not getting distracted. Because I, I'm so, do you think? Let me actually. Let's, let's talk about it because. Yeah, okay, so l- l- let me just read through this. Like I said, I haven't yet. Sorry if I bore you guys out there. So, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer worked with Senators Cory <laughs> Booker of New Jersey and Ron Whedon of Oregon on these. The senator circulated a draft of the bill last year and made tweaks after feedback from Senate committees. The Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act would remove marijuana from the list of drugs covered by Controlled Substances Act. <laughs> Fucking fools. States, however, can still maintain and create prohibitions on production and distribution of marijuana. Dude, look at this chart, though. You're a chart guy. The Pot stock surged on the news. Canadian cannabis producer Tilray Brand soared as much as 20% in its biggest jump in four months. Investors surged into other uh, Canadian licensed producers that have been expanding into U.S. marches, including Canopy Growth, which surges 11, 11%. U.S. Uh, MSOs also uh, rallied with Green Thumb Industries climbing to its highest point in one month. So it's still like month timing, but somebody trading on a level like you are, I have to imagine these stats are pretty interesting. No, it is. Actually, let me ask you this. So I can't really see that chart. Yeah, yeah. So what so what's what's that value at right before the massive jump up? Like right here? No, it's to the left of that. Right here? Yep. What's that value at on the chart? Uh, three ten. So three ten and what what did it go up to? Three seventy? Um three eighty some. Okay, so if I was gonna buy that, I'd be patient and I'd wait it to co- wait for it to come back to about three fifteen, three ten. Because there's no way. A lot of times you would have seen that. There's no, and that's the crazy thing about the manipulation in the market. I think that you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is there's no way you could know that this bill was gonna potentially be introduced to the market on this day. Lobbyists. Yeah. You so see, people are on the inside. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. So, it's so as an so owner, as an owner of yeah. these, you would have no idea. So your vice is very valid and perfect. I didn't even think about that. You're saying, hey, wait, it's 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 gonna drop back. And I would, I think most people would think that it will because it's, it's. I think it's, it's kind of profit taking. Yeah, it's it, kind of common sense from somebody at least in the industry. It's kind of common sense to me too. It's like, all right, if they're not, if they haven't really increased their revenue that much, like, how is this gonna maintain? It's right? it's hot air. Yeah, that's what it is, you know. Because people are excited and rightfully so. So th- this is what this is what I'll say about it. It's number one. I think most people can agree that cannabis. I mean, it's ridiculous that we're this behind on cannabis. It's absurd, <laughs> from personal standpoint to a health perspective, from a research perspective, and then just economics. It's ridiculous. You know, we have to increase GDP, and this is fantastic. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't like to touch on politics because people are so ridiculous one way or another. And I'm not, I'm not really political. I'm more economic, but there's, there's really no better way to buy votes or to get votes going into an election than to touch on certain subjects that really value one party or another. There's, it's not a coincidence. We're seeing a lot of really big headlines this year for social issues this that well, and that's where cannabis is such an interesting though also right. issue or topic in general yeah. is because there's people on both sides like but it'll bring a lot of voters that, yeah people who are going to vote will vote just because or of it this. could turn somebody from one party to another absolutely like yeah oh like because yeah. so many people like it's just such a topic that it just like we're saying it's just mind-blowing and so many people say the same thing yeah 
And but why is it coming out well, now? I was talking to somebody about this with the cannabis yeah. lounge space, um, and I was like, wouldn't it be crazy to think about if cannabis prohibition never happened, right? Yeah. And we were drinking, because cannabis beverages would have been around way sooner if prohibition ever happened, because they would have focused on that, right? Yeah. So wouldn't it be crazy if that actually happened? And then it comes to 2016, let's say. Yeah. Or let's just say 2020 to make it even. And somebody starts pitching alcohol drinks. What's the pitch? Hey, this is going to make you feel good, but you're going to get sick from it. And you're going to feel like shit the next morning. Um, you're going to potentially do things you regret. Um, blah, 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 blah. I just, it just like I was really high the other night and I thought about that and it's a stupid thought, but I'm like, imagine reverse thinking that. Like, how would you pitch that? Like, cannabis is such a good pitch and it's so hard. Whereas, yeah. like, think about that. It's really interesting you said because I just watched a video like two days ago and this guy was talking about the scam of America, how we live in an alcohol culture. It's the only drug or poison. I mean, it's a poison. If you consume too much of it, it kills you. It's a poison. It's a drug, right? It's the only legal drug or poison where if you don't consume it, people will be surprised. Mad. Mad. Peer pressure you to consume this poison. It's very interesting to really slow down and think about it. Yeah. It's the only one. Oh, you don't use heroin? Come on, dude. We're all going to the, you know, yeah. like, it's the only poison that's really pressured upon. It's very fascinating, but it's everywhere. It's the sporting con, you know, sporting events. Great, let's do it. Oh, you're at home for Thanksgiving. You know you're getting fucked up with the fam. Well, it's even, our even, culture. Even it's with this, interesting. it's interesting to say this because I was talking to a buddy from the lounge today. And I realized this when I did that comedy show for 420 a couple of years ago. It was the uh, homie from Undercover Brother, brother uh, Andy Griffin, I think is his name. But like these these acts were killing it, right? As they always do. And then even here, that it's just a different timing. This guy from this homie Sean from the lounge was saying is like comedians have prepped in a lot of their jokes for an alcohol crowd. Rowdy, upbeat know how to hit right there right there cannabis crowds are different they're really stoned takes them a little bit to get it sometimes and i've witnessed that firsthand from like these pretty famous acts getting up there but he was talking about today with other acts getting up and that's wow. like kind of going back to what we're saying and it's just so interesting it's that fascinating. We think that like even to that level it's been conditioned in terms of like a comedic act the timing of that due to alcohol and like we're it's both people that enjoy drinks yeah i mean definitely but it's like yeah. but the fact of the matter is we're both people that enjoy drinks but we also see that and that's most people i think is like most people who enjoy both are like all right i like drinking too but obviously weed's better it is i mean just look at the long-term impacts i mean alcohol just crushes your organs vital organs destroy <laughs> yeah how many people have you said be like yeah i like it yeah, you have a fucked up, you know, life. I got a fucking pothead mom and dad. It's like, no, my parents are like alcoholics or all this shit. It's like they're violent. You know, <laughs> no one's got a violent stoner dad. If they're out there, I don't know them. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I did. I did actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. My bad. But but alcohol was involved. Was the thing. Sure. It yeah. wasn't straight stoner. Sure. No, yeah. I get you. Yeah. That's the dude. Alcohol is it. Yeah. As we know, you sent me that funny shit on Instagram of like, which one? Like, it's like when you're 20. <laughs> it's like you can sleep on a couch with somebody's hoodie and wake up and like ready to grind. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I could be like 20, even like up until 25, tw I think 27, it really hit me. Up until then, I could go out at night and party and feel like get up early and like feel like, oh, I'm going to go grind for like 12 hours. Now you saw me the other day when I partied. I'm like, dude, I'm like even if i do do the right things if i stay hydrated if i get a good meal in the night before it still hurts differently it's the truth man <laughs> we heard it too growing up oh man i hated that were those people saying it <laughs> oh dude. And, the, and we're saying it to, like, yeah. i said to my younger son because i remember people used to say it to me i'm like oh whatever dude. Yeah, dude it's one of those things it doesn't hit you till it actually does yeah. right yeah though right though it's like but yeah. that's also too you've been we've been there together even with the cannabis beverages that's why i'm such a huge fan is you can still have a couple drinks of alcohol if you want and still like maybe work in like a cannabis at the end. Like I know that's a, and that's a topic that needs to be tread like very, like that's a fine line to walk. Yeah. Talking cannabis and drinking. 
Yeah. Especially when it comes to cannabis beverages and mixing. But it's like, I'm all for that. If it can help, is it alcohol alternative fully? Or if it can just be you have one cocktail, then maybe you have one weed drink. Man, like, Jack, I love that. I'm glad you're. I'm. I'm glad for your podcast. I'm grateful for your podcast, and I'm hoping that other people are grateful for it as well. So, if so, give Jack's video a like and leave a comment. My goodness, you know this is good content because this is a movement, and I agree that you know, the, especially the cannabis beverage game, which hats off, because I had never really done cannabis beverages until you and myself being a low dose consumer. I'm not someone who's going to, you know, smoke a whole blunt to myself. I mean, that's just not, that's just not me. <laughs> That'd be really wasteful for me. I do really well on low doses of THC because I still want to do things and I enjoy the creative aspect and the creative outlet of it and, you know, designing things and creating and thinking outside the box. And I think cannabis beverages are perfect. I think they're perfect. I love it. Because it's great from a creativity standpoint. It's fun. It's different. It makes you feel like you're consuming alcohol. And considering that's so ingrained in our culture, you're, you're feeling like you're having that effect, but you're not. It's healthier. You're not smoking. You don't smell. Let's be honest. I've noticed some of it's much more cleaner because obviously, you know, you're creating something. And consistent. Where, yeah, with cleaner. Consistent. Yeah, yeah, the, Thank you. The consistency is huge, I think, because yeah. even somebody making all my own edibles, it's so unpredictable. Right. Even smoking, you could even buy the same stuff. And even that being said, with edibles I've had, drinks I've had, there's always could still be little inconsistencies. Sure. Because I have my favorite edible brand that I buy, and every yeah. now and then I'll get a batch that's not quite as good from their of their pills, but it's like part of it, too. I mean... Yeah. But in general, in general, I'm, I, I, I'm yeah. like just too, too granular sometimes too. Yeah. Even. But it's like, I'm, I'm so, I love hearing you say that as somebody who's kind of on the outside of the market in a lot of ways, because it's coming, it's, it's just really hitting now and it really hasn't even yet. And that's where I feel like I'm so thankful to be at the forefront of it because dude, I'm telling you, bro, and we've talked about it for imagine 10 years from now, dude, this can be so normal. People drinking weed. Yeah. There's going to be big companies getting into it. Look, I got that Jones oh, yeah. soda can bottle right over there behind you. I told, uh, I did a video about that. I think I told you about that. Jones no. soda, they're a big soda brand out of East Coast. I used to grow up. Yeah, dude, I, I know I, Jones. Soda. I used to yeah. go. I, I used to get slices of pizza in Jersey and drink that shit. Jones soda. And they did a cannabis one. Yeah, it's called Mary Jones. Dude, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. legit. I didn't super, know that. Yeah. Of course, like the regular soda, super sugary. Right. <laughs> that thing has like. 100% daily value, like 80%. I'm talking about my ass here, but probably yeah. 75. I don't know what the value is. There's yeah. a lot of sugar, but that being said, I'm a huge fan. I love it. And that's always the another line to walk in the cannabis industry, right? Is like, uh, I have a nostalgic feeling for that product and there's certain things, but it's like, when's the level to cut off where it might ruin the little man who's been in the game doing shit right for so long, the little grower, the little manufacturer, the little distribution company. Yeah. When is that point? And that's why it's always been, we've talked Amazon before and stuff on this podcast too, is like, I'm a fan of getting it to the masses. I'm a hundred percent fan of that. I believe anybody should have that, but what's the change in that market? I, maybe you should be smart enough to know the market and just change with the market. That's part of the American way. So I'm not, yeah. I don't really have a, like I'm on a rant here, but it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah. I, I'm conscious of personally Right. is where it's like even buying that Jones. So I don't know much about their story, but I'm like, oh, they're a big brand. They came in, they got some good foot footing right away. Um, I have a feeling for it, but it's like, and I'm not undercutting anybody else. I buy everybody's beverages, but just in yeah. the future in general, it's like, what if all of a sudden um, Coca-Cola made cannabis infused Cokes? And of course they will. They probably so, already yeah. have it. Gone. Yeah. So they're probably working on it. So yeah. what's that? Like, that's what I think about. If they came into the market and is a multi-state operator, and let's just say they had a licensing in, in place because they have so much money to every legal state. Well, yeah, they've distributed And they undercut unlock. everybody on pricing. Yep. That's 100% going to happen. So they undercut everybody on pricing. Right. They give it to, and that's and the crazy thing about it is that's the beverage market, right? A lot of the beverage market is kind of curious. Mm. Go it, deeper about that. Like kind of curious, like people who don't, who never smoked before, don't right. like edibles, maybe had a smoke or two, even like yourself, who's we've smoked before, but like yeah. don't even smoke that much. Right. Just people who are kind of curious, like, oh, I've heard good things about cannabis in the news, and yeah. my friends say good things about it. Yeah. Let me check it out and see what it's about. And then if they see a brand that clicks in their head that they've grown up with, 
i.e. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, which are, you know, Gatorade, Powerade, whatever the drink is under that umbrella company. With that, the beverage market's the best place to do it. I don't think anybody can necessarily come in and undercut some of these brands that have built up in flour. Sure. Respect. You know, they could, yeah. they could, but there's still that more of a culture. I guess, I guess there's not just, I guess what I'm saying is there's not as much of a culture behind cannabis beverages yet. So that I think is why it's going to be a super interesting market for these huge companies that have already been established. I've never really put that in words. Just thinking about it now. No, I like it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know we've talked about this before. I mean, eventually there'll be a day where you can get on your Amazon Prime account and order, you know, a 20 pack of pre-rolls. It looks like a pack of cigarettes that shows up and it's cannabis and you're getting it delivered same day. So I have a question for you. <laughs> it's crazy. If you were sitting at your house and you saw, you could go online, let's say Amazon, and you saw a six pack of cannabis infused Coke, or what's your favorite soda? Mellow yellow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't really drink a lot of soda. I'm trying to think like or your favorite drink. What's your favorite drink? I mean, I love Sprite. I mean, I'd say Sprite's one of the greatest sodas. Okay, so, so, you so, so you see a cannabis infused Sprite. Yeah. And you see a cannabis infused uh, lemon lime. Yeah. Soda. Sounds What fantastic. are you going to buy? It's, I mean, it sounds delicious. But what would you buy? Wait, wait. For the wait. same price point. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Back up. What was I'm it? saying, what would you buy? Like, um, like picture like a Kroger lemon lime soda. Yeah. That's cannabis infused. Yeah. For the same price point as a Sprite soda that's infused. Definitely take a Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's what I, that's what's crazy to me. That's just hitting me. Even I, like I've thought about this before. Not even this deep though. Is like yeah. they have that market share. Hundred percent. They could come in the game right now. It's it's and, capitalism. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna take. Like, yeah. It always does. But think about it. If actually yeah. I don't think I don't think weed's gonna become legal this, in no. the next couple of years. Personally, but if it did, that'd be fucking awesome. But well, I think what you said it was really smart. Uh, probably about twenty minutes ago is that. You know, when we were talking about the pharmaceuticals, like you're saying now, you know, they're feeling like they have to get involved. And you're kind of saying because it's, and I've, I've always believed this, Wall Street, you know, the powers that be that run America, they usually won't make things legal until they can personally benefit from it or legally tax it accordingly. Until they can profit or control it, they most likely won't legalize it. Agree. Yeah, that's, yeah. And so, you know, now where cannabis is getting so large, the same thing is happening in crypto. It's now getting, it's, it's actually, actually interesting. Interestingly enough, uh, it's actually yeah. a really similar correlation because now we're getting to the point where crypto is, is getting really into the wild west. It's been a very volatile year in crypto and a lot of he, like a, big hedge funds have gone out. You know, Wall Street people are losing money. Banks are losing money. When, when the powers that be, the lobbyists and politicians start losing money, they're the politicians. Now they start bringing in regulation. That's what happens, right? So then they find a way yeah. to control it and tax it, and then boom, all of a sudden it becomes legal. Now once they got their hands in the pockets. So it's like any time that, I think as we continue to see cannabis, same with crypto regulation, that underground, like that underlying regulation get passed, and now the banks, like I, I keep seeing things about cannabis where they're trying to make sure that the cannabis banking regulations are in place. Which has not happened. Correct. So I don't think anything is going to happen until that takes place. Well, and that's what's crazy, bro, is like what the industry's had to do. And I know I talk about this all yeah. the time is I'm thankful for that in a lot of ways. That's just me being optimistic, though, Yeah. is it's forced us to be so creative in a lot yeah. of ways from marketing to actually the banking level. Right. But it's also really sad, too, because I think I told you like before, it's like when I first started True Buzz, maybe four or five years ago, I was looking at doing an edible, right? I told this story right about yeah. it. and like, like oh I'm like how do you how do people usually do this and like oh they usually get like five or six credit cards and you know like a hundred thousand dollars worth of credit cards and I'm like what what, <laughs> what? yeah dude it's some crazy shit it's a crazy game man but you know shit a little longer than I thought we've been going for a minute but it's been Dude, good it's man good and content. well I yeah, would keep I like going it. but we're gonna we're gonna cut it a little short because we're about sure. to do some content for you and where can people find the content that we're gonna do today all across your other platforms is it gonna be market movers or is it your personal account or what yeah I mean um, I'd say people should fall I mean like I actually don't 
have Facebook. I actually just deactivated it. Same. Not, yeah, uh, like yesterday, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, not in the Facebook game really anymore. So people can find me on Instagram, on my specifically my business so page. So we'll be a hangout in Meta, man. What's up? Can we hang out in Meta still? <laughs> the Metaverse? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I guess we could. I'm not really deep in that I'm shit. Kidding, That's funny, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, specifically go on Instagram, and it's Market Movers Inc. Official, like incorporated. So Market Movers Inc. Official is the uh, the instagram and it's literally like the the icon or the logo is like two m's and uh, yeah people can find me on there follow i post stuff about economics geopolitical economics world currencies markets uh, market definitions that are really important to understand as a trader trader i mean trading type aspects you know cryptos i'm watching um, and then if people want more long form, I actually have a podcast as well. That's a hundred, it's called the crypto corner series. Um, people can go on like literally Spotify. It's on there for free as well as like an iPhone, like the podcast app. If you just type in the freedom society, the freedom society, and then specifically the crypto corner series is I'm a guest on there pretty often. We got about 10 to 12. We actually just recorded another three podcasts on there and we go very, very in depth anything crypto uh, specifically what's happening regulations that we're watching you know what we're looking at how to manage crypto how to buy it how to sell it taxes it gets really really nerdy on there really intensely nerdy so people really want crypto content check out yeah my fit my instagram page as well as the podcast hell yeah hell yeah and i, I think yeah. it's gonna be super cool because i think just collaborating now and then way into the future is you know just being homies is like our worlds are pretty similar in a lot of ways, like we're saying, making the cannabis and crypto comparisons and also just yeah. the fact of just being real like we were today. And like I always am in cannabis and you are in the stock and crypto world is like, yeah, yeah you got to first of all, like actually care, be passionate about it and know this shit's not going to happen overnight. You got to be willing to put in reps for fucking years. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you get lucky, maybe you don't, but it's like, yeah. that's a part of the game that I feel like is underestimated in a lot of ways. A lot of shit's tied up in a nice little bow and crypto and stocks and especially in cannabis. And yeah. it's good to kind of demystify some of that stuff and just kick it one-on-one as a homie and dive deep yeah. and, you know. It's always a pleasure, bro. Dude, so. let's shoot another one hey, like, man. tomorrow. All right, all right. <laughs> all right brother, let's get, let's get your content cranking. Cool, man. man. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. Is that cut? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, great. I'm, I was playing it, wasn't it? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, Dude, we just... This is true buzz that Mary Jane. Now we ain't new to this. From my stones and from my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Uh, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up. Perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Hey.